VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Elections in Taiwan, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, There's a lot of global instability just in time for primary season. Have you sheltered your savings from potential major setbacks to the economy? It's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold, and the Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. Just text COAST to 989898 for a free info kit. Text COAST to 989898 today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Back in the late 80s, when I was first diving into this topic as a journalist, trying to find out, is there any credence to these persistent stories about crash retrievals and reverse engineering and metamaterials, alien stuff, uh, I, of course, came across the name of Len Stringfield. It was just mentioned by my guest, Rich Hoffman. Uh, he did the first really serious research into uh, these connections between sec- military secret programs, the possibility that some of these materials had come out to my neck of the woods, Nevada, in the Nevada desert. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, I reached out to him, got to know him a little bit. Uh, Rich, uh, give me your sense of how real the crash retrieval info is, uh, even before we started hearing from Dave Grush. How seriously you took this, do you think it, it's legit that it really is happening? Well, I, there's been a, a, a lot of uh, investigations that have taken place over the years. Of course, you know, as you very well know, you know, uh, we have the Roswell event with Berlitz, and, and we have also the you know, Don uh, Don Schmidt and Tom Carey, who did a lot of work in terms of uh, investigating the, the Roswell thing. Uh, and we saw that, you know, that, you know, even the, the attempt to be able to get the records from Roswell were all completely <laughs> gone. <laughs> you know, that's pretty interesting in the context of, uh, you know, trying to like learn something from it. And, uh, 
And then we've had, you know, over the years, you've had everything from like the reports of the Yubatuba um, crash that took place. And you know, there was actually material that, that came out of that. You've had in 19, what is it, 66, you had the Kecksburg, you know, uh, object that came down in Philadelphia that, that led into uh, the, the retrieval of that. Uh, and, you know, there were witnesses to seeing the military moving uh, an acorn type uh, object away from there. Uh, so you've had these cases over the years where there have been a, a very legitimate sounding, uh, you know, cases where there's multiple witnesses to the event uh, to substantiate it. You have a number of other kinds of like things like the, as you know, uh, uh, you know, Aztec, is it called Aztec? Uh, New Mexico, where the, there was a, a crash that was mentioned uh, that I don't think that ever really panned out. You had Kingman. Airport. Kingman. Yeah. Kingman. Yeah. So you had Kingman. And you you heard all these reports about all these different crashes that have happened. And, you know, some of them panned out where there, there was something to it, uh, or at least you get more uh, information about, you know, again, witnesses with anecdotal type of testimony. But you walk away with your hands where you, you nothing in it, you know, and you didn't have any proof per se. Um, and so, you know, I very much over my, you know, nearly 59 years to, to almost like now 60 years of dealing with this topic, you hear stories. But, you know, when you and it might be a story that's compelling in a court of law. But when you go to the court of science, it doesn't pan out because there's no evidence, right? So you, you struggle with being able to to get science, if you would, in, you know, believing it or accepting the fact that that's that is the case. Uh, and you can't go on the basis of just the anecdotal testimony because basically, you know, you have a situation where humans are fallible, uh, you know, in their perceptions and their memory and various other kinds of things. And so you're always looking for you know, evidence that you could you could use to, to, to give to a scientist, uh, you know, or data or something like that. Of course, we didn't have the technology back in those early days, you know, to be able to do that. Or you don't you didn't get the radar data of, of the object that was coming down. And so there was, you know, it being, brings up a big problem. And, of course, that's what you heard from even the NASA panel was data is a problem. And, you know, calibration of equipment is a problem. And if you don't have, you know, additional sensors or something of that nature that are that are helping to substantiate that it's not a calibration error or something of that nature, then you're struck. You're, you know, you're struck out uh, with basically being able to have scientists really accept it. You, you and, mentioned uh, that you've had conversations with people about crash retrieval programs. I don't know if you consider them sources. Uh, or, or just uh, informed observers, but do, have you ever had, and do you have direct communications with somebody who said, I had my hands on it, somebody that you know is credible? Um, no, I have not had anybody that said I had, you know, that I've talked with that basically uh, have said that they had their hands on it. They knew of programs, much like David is getting, they knew of programs and places where things were going on. And so, you know, that, you know, of course, that's you hear that and you hear about the fact that there were like in you know, groups of people that were in the early uh, in the early times were actually studying and getting together to discuss that in the military, to yeah. discuss the crash retrieval 
efforts. And so there was like a, a you know, a, a program in the backwoods that was dealing with that and, and looking at it and discussing it. Uh, and, and so, you know, that's the kind of thing you would hear, but you never got a chance. I never got a chance to speak to anyone directly that was saying that, hi, I got to hold the stuff um, themselves. If, if you had to bet, do you think that it, it is real? I mean, especially include the testimony of Dave Grush now that we know that it's out there and have broad outlines about what he has said under oath. Um, what do you think? Well, I think, you know, Probably I'm quite honest with you. I think that you know we we do have wreckage. I, I, we do have material, uh, and it's it's been largely put into the uh, the you know the industrial complex and call that including the contractor companies and and that they've been playing heavily in it. Uh, I, I believe that there's that whole thing that's really really going on now. I, you know, you're not going to go to places like Lockheed Martin get, and going to get them to admit it because these are probably in USAP programs or, uh, you know, unacknowledged SAP programs. And that stuff is always going to be that way, regardless of what you think that Grush could get accomplished here. Um, you know, a SAP is going to remain a SAP no matter what, uh, you know, and, and, I don't see them spilling the beans on the fact that, you know, let's say hypothetically, you know, that Lockheed Martin, and I keep mentioning that company, but anyway, Lockheed Martin has been, you know, doing reverse engineering on such and such. And you're just not going to get that to come forward because it's still classified. Uh, and they're going to protect classified things and information to the nth degree. And then you can pretty well see that in the context of just the records that, that were at Mar-a-Lago. And some of these things were, uh, you know, nuclear uh, nuclear kinds of like information that we don't want the, uh, the our adversaries to get. And like you pointed out early on the show, there's a competition for that information. The Chinese would love to be able to get those wonderful documents and, and love to be able to get that kind of information that what, what did we learn from our retrievals, uh, you know, that we've had in the past. So I, I think that we were kind of in a situation where we'll probably never know. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 
Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I don't know. I, I, I hope that you're not right about that. I hope that Congress <laughs> will pick up the ball and run with it. If Dave Grush has told them, the buildings where this stuff is stored, why not go after it? I, I'm with you on this. I, I've, you know, the national security apparatus has kind of painted itself into a corner on this yes. uh, and doesn't really have a way out. Uh, there are legitimate national security issues with this, mate- this material, this technology, that whoever has it and gets it and masters it and duplicates it wins. So there's no getting around that. Uh, there are, you know, inherently that issue uh, you know, there are people that will probably go to prison if it comes out that they've lied to Congress or misappropriated money or, you know, kept it away. And then just the value of that technology. If I were a company that had it, I wouldn't give it up. Not willingly. You'd have to come and drag me kicking and screaming to give it up. It'd be incredibly valuable, even if you haven't figured it out yet. I get a kick at that. Uh, if, you, if you recall back, the NRO was not known for like a long, long time. And, uh, you know, congressional leaders learned about it and had no idea that it was that it was there. I mean, it was basically an operation. And uh, so you had an entire government organization that was kind of like hidden from, you know, congressional people and uh, and kept so, you know, restricted in terms of people knowing it that uh, it, it was just, yeah. you know, it was a surprise. Well, you raise an interesting point. Secrets can be kept. I mean, you've been at this for a long time. You've worked yeah. with sensitive materials and sensitive programs. Secrets yeah. can be kept for a really long time. Yeah, they can. And, you know, I, I had to sign the non-disclosure agreement, and it's, you know, it's it's for my life. It, you, and I used to be thinking that it was like, you know, even for a contractor, it was during the time that I was a contractor. But, no, you, you really signed the agreement saying it's for life. Uh, you know, I, and I know, I know things uh, about, you know, uh, the UAP phenomena in terms of like on, on Cipernet and things like that to be dangerous, you know, I, and I don't want, you know, and so I'm I, like, you know, in that catch 22 where it's hard for me to, you know, I have to be quiet about it. I can't even mention it to the people that I work with and, uh, you know, uh, at work even, and, and because they're not even allowed to know. And then I've got, you know, the people in SDU that I can't talk about it. And so, and you can imagine as the level of classification goes up where it's like, you know, even above top secret and it gets into the STI world, uh, when you get into even the NATO stuff with the, uh, the cosmic, 
you know, yeah. you know, you hear about the cosmic classification. You have the yeah. White House level classifications. You add all that stuff in, and then you have a whole different classification system with the Department of Energy, you know. And so there's so many of these levels of restrictions where people get, you know, polygraphs and they they can't talk about it or whatever that it just it it's so it's difficult to be able to have a conversation sometimes with yeah. people that, that work there. But Rich, you know, you're just, a, still, you're just a walking bag of secrets. I'm going to have to come down there and spend some time with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I mean, uh, you know, like uh, I can, I, I can tell you that the air force is playing uh, in on terms of uh, like the, the reporting of the, the stuff, because I've seen the site, you know, they're, they're, they're reporting videos and various other things that they take, uh, and so they are playing in, uh, but I can't say much more than that, but uh, I, I can say that. Well, that's pretty uh, interesting because the Air Force has sort of been a silent yeah. partner in all of this. All the revelations and stuff coming out from the Navy, yeah. uh, Space Command talking about it, NASA, but the, nothing from the Air Force, which you would assume has the biggest collection of stuff, of info, of files, yeah. of cases, right? Yeah, and so I, you know, of course, you know, I know that they are playing, but I mean, at the same time, you know, they don't. They come up with public statements saying that they don't really want to get into it. You know, that they're kind of like, you know, pushing it off, and they they want to dismiss it. And there's probably good reasons for that. They were pretty embarrassed as a result of, you know, Project Blue Book, I think, you know, and just that whole thing, and trying to get out of it at that time took them a long time. At the same time, you have a situation where uh, they, they want to be low-key. Uh, I think that they want to not really – they're hesitant about that because, you know, think about it. You know, if you're, uh, your funding is tied into being able to defend the airspace around and then you can't really defend the airspace because objects are in, in excess uh, – moving in excess of, like, hypersonic speeds, and doing all kinds of things like hanging in the air in one minute and then shooting off instantaneously. How do you, how do you defend the airspace? And it's embarrassing to say that you can't do anything about it. it precisely. You Let know? me ask you this. Has, has SCU uh, or any of your scientists or affiliate and members uh, done any analysis on so-called metamaterials, either on or off the record kind of a thing? Uh, well, we've looked at materials. Uh, in terms of metamaterials, I think, you know, probably the only one that I am aware of, of course, is, you know, Gary Nolan, uh, who has been involved in the, the, the metamaterial type of thing and, and looking at, you know, the, the uh, isotopic ratios, for example, the, the, the many of the materials that he's received. The big problem with materials is knowing the exact, you know, provenance of the material. At the same time, having the materials, you know, in terms of handling of the custody being recorded in terms of how it was passed, who had it, who touched it, uh, where it was. And then if you recall, the TTSA was also engaging with an organization in the Army to utilize labs. Uh, that was, uh, it used to be called TACOM's uh, uh, TARDEC. Uh, which was a research and development uh, lab that was up in Warren, Michigan. And, um, and it's been since renamed because they actually, you know, the Army moved all those RDEX or those, those research and development things under a capabilities command and stuff like that, that the Army Futures Command that uh, was basically positioning all of them uh, to be able to help support 
acquisition into more advanced level uh, things quicker, uh, getting better capabilities and putting them out uh, much quicker for soldiers. So uh, that, but they were probably engaged in, in doing some of that work as well. Uh, but we would, again, and because it's in the military world, we probably wouldn't know about it because you could literally walk in some of these buildings and go from room to room in a building. And uh, each one of those rooms is a lab. And the people in that room don't even know what's happening in the room next door to them. It's kept that classified and, you know, sequestered, if you would. So uh, you could you could basically have this whole building, and we have it over here at Redstone, for example, where one of those R decks was there, but but everybody that was in it had no clue. They didn't talk about it, and they went on their stuff. And then I've also been in where MISIC is, which is Missile Space Intelligence Center. And if you think back to what you know NASIC is, it used to be called Foreign Technology Division at Wright Patterson Air Force Base. And yes. then before that, it was called Attic, which was the Air Technical Intelligence Center. Uh, but it was it, it was looking at doing that R and D reengineering kind of work up there. But here, Missile and Space Intelligence Center is looking at all the rockets that are collected around the you know from whatever we let's say all those scuds and things like that. They would bring it over here, and then these guys would tear it apart and look and bolt by bolt and try to figure out how it was operated and. Then, used it uh, for their own advantage. Yeah, and there's a lot of speculation that those those folks, those same organizations, uh, took apart and analyzed some really foreign material, not just foreign countries, but uh, yeah. foreign planets kind of a thing. Um, yeah. uh, so you lived there around that. You heard those stories growing up. You dealt with Len Stringfield. Uh, do you think that there's anything like that, those kinds of materials, exotic craft from way, way out somewhere that are still there somewhere? I believe that that's probably the case. I think, you know, again, going on the basis of belief, based upon, you know, my years of talking with people at the base, my years of having some people confide in me that, uh, you know, that this is what they had going on. Again, the problem comes up that they didn't, you know, hand me a document that said this or that. Right. It becomes like when he's, you know, uh, I'm listening to a story. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 
gmail.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN.